Hello everybody, this is Side Out. I'm your host, Jaren. With me is Landon again. We got NFL to break down this week. Uh, it's Sunday, so we've already had some games go today. Not yeah. all of them are finished. Most of them are pretty much done. But anything surprise you today? A few things. Um, the Chiefs offense looks a lot really more explosive good. under Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you knew he had it in him, but you didn't think it would happen game one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> looked really explosive. Um, the Bills are bad. I mean, we knew really that. Bad. We knew that. We didn't know they were that bad. We didn't bad. know it was this bad, though. Um, yeah, what was the other thing that we said? The, uh, the Saints game. Uh, Fitzmagic showing up. Yeah, 48 to 40. <laughs> what a what a shootout that was. What was it? Fitzpatrick with four touchdowns in the air and one rusher. It's crazy. He had a big game, big game. All right, let's get into our top five like we do every episode. We're doing top five wide receivers in the NFL since this is an NFL special. Number five. Uh, Number five, I'm going to go with Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know if he really would be in the top five in talent anymore, but at this point in his career, I think until he retires, you have to put him in the top five. He still manages to get open almost. Every play, he doesn't have a big play in him anymore, but at this, I mean, with what he's done, how is he not a top five receiver? Yeah, really good receiver. I actually had him at number six. My number five is DeAndre Hopkins, receiver from um, Houston. He's obviously their top target. He's really an underrated receiver, you know. He's obviously one of the best receivers, but you don't really hear him talked about with Odell and Antonio and Julio and all that, but he's right up there with all of them. Number four. Um, you go Keenan Allen. When he's healthy, he is obviously one of the best. And it's crazy because he doesn't have those – he's not crazy tall. He's not super mm-hmm. fast. He's just such a good route runner, and yep. he's deceptive with what he does to where he manages to get open a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he can stay healthy, there's no telling what kind of numbers that yeah. I can put up. Well, just like how you said, if Keenan can stay healthy, my number four, if he can stay out of trouble, Josh Gordon is my number four. Because, honestly, when he plays – He's – you could argue he's up there with Julio and Antonio Brown. He's a future Hall of Famer if he plays, oh, yeah, you know. I mean, he's, he's that good. Um, and we saw today in the Browns game, he only – he didn't play many snaps because he missed the preseason. only played 20 snaps, I think, is what his limit was. I don't know exactly what he played. But he had one catch, 17 yards, and a touchdown. And you saw that touchdown. He looked like midseason form. Oh, yeah. I mean, just mossed that guy. So, <laughs> that was an unreal catch. So, you, you could already see his ability right there. Number three. Uh, I have DeAndre Hopkins at three. I mean, he's putting up numbers where he's in the top five in receiving yardage, and he had 13 touchdown catches last year, which is ridiculous, especially when you consider the quarterbacks that have been throwing to him throughout most of his career. The fact that anyone knows his name with that (laughs) string of quarterbacks that have been throwing to him that were not Deshaun Watson is impressive. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) My number three is Odell Beckham. Um, You know, he's – if he can stay healthy, missed most of last year. He's up there with Julio and all of them also. Odell against Jalen Ramsey, who's probably the best corner in the NFL, today had 11 catches for 111 yards. I mean, couldn't ask for much more. And how you talk about DeAndre hadn't had a great quarterback. Eli has not been great because he's been older since mm-hmm. Odell's been there, um, but he still makes plays happen. Yeah. So Odell's my number three. All right. Number two. Number two, I'm going to go Julio Jones. I feel like almost everyone has the same top two receivers. Mm-hmm. They do their work in very different ways, though. Julio is an athletic freak. He's yeah. like 6'3", 
probably taller, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jump out of the building, run past almost everyone, and he plays in an explosive offense. Yeah. Uh, really, number one and number two can interchange depending on who you ask. I went number two, Antonio Brown. Just because I think, well, two things. One, he's a smaller receiver, but his offense is so great around him. Like, you know, you got Le'Veon. They have actually a really good core of receivers. Well, you don't have Le'Veon right now. Yeah, they don't. This right now, but usually they do. And then their core receiver is really good. So he doesn't, I mean, yes, he still gets double teamed, but um, sometimes, but not as much as like a Julio would or someone like that. Even though Julio's actually got a pretty good receiving core around him as of the last couple of years, but. I would go Antonio Brown, number two. Number one, I have Antonio Brown at number one. I mean, yeah. said all, he's an amazing route runner is really what – he's so quick in and out of his breaks that it, even if you know what he's doing, it makes it hard to stick with him. Yeah, he is. My number one is Julio Jones just because, I mean, bigger, more physical receiver. Um, yeah, I mean, and he's a great route runner too. Mm-hmm. You don't see someone usually that high that, – with that height that – it's a great route runner, but yeah, he is that height and explosiveness. Does exactly, not normally translates yeah. to crisp routes. Well, and it was a lot like uh, Josh Gordon can run like a four four, and he's he's big like Julio. I think he's actually bigger than Julio, not oh, height wise, but bigger. He is now after he spent the last his suspension in the gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they said he was like two twenty as a receiver. That's just and still to run a four 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 five. That's just crazy. crazy. All right, let's start with the AFC East. Who finishes last? Uh, I'm thinking the Bills. I mean, after what we saw today, they might want to go ahead and uh, start that draft clock. Yeah. Yeah, I saw someone say the Bills have might have the – don't know if they'll go 0-16, but they might have the worst roster in NFL history. I got to agree with the Bills last. Number three. Number three. This one, it gets a little tricky. It could go either, either way. Either way. I mean, I think both of these – the next two teams will end up with very similar records. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Okay. They kind of jettisoned a lot of their talent. Over the last year and a half, two Tyree years, Jarvis, which was crazy, Jarvis, Jarvis Sue. Um, the Jarvis one was really strange because he's young. He's a receiver in his prime. Uh, I don't even know if he's actually in his prime years yet, but he's a dominant receiver, and he doesn't. We've never heard of him being a locker room problem. Like, why would you get rid of him? That was. I think it was a cap situation because that you yeah. know the Dolphins put out all that money on all those terrible contracts, right? And I, was like, and I think they're trying to fix that cap situation and start yeah. a rebuild as well. And, and they, yeah, they might be rebuilding. Uh, my number three, I went with Jets. And I'm assuming you were flipping between those two, obviously, because the Patriots are going to yeah. win this division. Whoa, but Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Jets at three just because I'm not certain about Darnold yet. I mean, he was turnover pr- turnover prone in college and usually that translates in the NFL like you become turnover prone we're seeing that with Jameis Winston mm-hmm. um and really funny Deshaun Watson was turnover prone in college and last year people all talk about his amazing games but he would throw two he picks would three throw picks a lot i mean the, the big game against um the Seahawks where he went off 400 yards like five touchdowns he threw three picks yeah. so i mean he's a turnover prone too so i i i don't know if that will continue for Darnold probably will and he doesn't have great weapons around him either. So that's it's not great. They're, they're yeah, a bunch they're, of young guys who yeah, could do something, could. but mm-hmm. their defense is solid. That's why I would pick yeah, them ahead. Yeah, their defense I mean, I'm, I like their coach a lot too. I think they have I a slide too. edge. Yeah. I think Bowles is a slide edge. I think their defense coaching. is good. He's a great defense coordinator. These next drafts, they need to start getting some weapons though. And probably an offensive line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two. Oh, I put – 
Jets at two. Jets at two. Dolphins at two. We both got Patriots, Patriots number one. Yeah, I mean until they lose that division. Until Brady and Belichick hang it up, they have the division. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean they had a big win today versus the Texans by seven, which um, you know, I Texans got back into the game. Yeah. But early on, it looked like the Patriots were just going to route him. And I was really shocked because I thought that was going to be a really close back and forth game. It turned out to be that at the end. But, um, you know, two quarters in, it didn't look like it was going to be. Yeah. And even when the the Texans got back in it, you never really thought Patriots were going to lose that game. AFC West, this one's going to be tough. Who who finishes last? I think the Raiders finishing last. I mean, they were, I think, might be off on this. I believe they were the 30th or 31st ranked. Defense last year, and that was with Khalil Mack. Yeah, um, they got rid of him, so I don't think that's going to get better. Mm. And then the first round pick was Colton Miller, who at best is a project and isn't going to help that offensive line any. Mm-hmm. And, and you lose Michael Crabtree, your best you, receiver. You replace him with Jordy Nelson, who is mm-hmm. older, older, probably slower. And, and a lot of people, and I'm one of those that think Jordy was made by Rodgers. Honestly, I mean he's a solid receiver, but that what made him so great was that connection with yes. Aaron Rodgers. And then who knows what John Gruden is going to be like as a coach long term. I mean, he might be running a offense from the mid nineties. Yeah, don't exactly. <laughs> yeah, and in your first year as a head coach, from ten years off, but even without being ten years off, your first year being a head coach, you usually have a rough year with a new team. Uh, Raiders, yeah, they're my fourth. Also, number three, I'm going to go with Broncos. Um, they have a lot of question marks. Mm-hmm. What is Case Keenum going to be like? Will they be able to establish a running game? Can that defense get back? I mean, with Von Miller now, Bradley Chubb, there's a chance they lost to leave. The secondary is now a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I had Broncos three. Now, they beat the Seahawks today, but the Seahawks probably aren't going to be that great this year either, and especially if the they end up trading Earl Thomas, which is a possibility. Uh, yes, I have Broncos three. Also, Case Keenum. You know, it's kind of funny how a guy that his whole career doesn't ever play good can never win a job. He's just a solid backup mm-hmm. quarterback, and and then he has one breakout year, and people now think he's the savior of a franchise like the Broncos and give him a big contract. I don't know. That's the anomaly. What he is is the other guy. Right. And he had a – I think he threw three interceptions today, so didn't play great, but they got the win. That's all that matters. Okay. But, yeah, I got them three. Number two. Uh, Chargers, that's if the injury bug doesn't bite him like it has the last – Two or yeah. three years where half their team ends up on IR, which is just ridiculous. Um, they have a great offense. Mike Williams has looked great. He looked great mm-hmm. in preseason. Keenan Allen, if he can stay healthy. They got Phillip Rivers, who is probably the be- I mean, the best quarterback in that division. Yeah, for sure. And a solid defense, probably the best pass rush with Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. Even though the Chargers lost to the Chiefs today, I'm not going to overreact to that because I do think the Chiefs played out of their mind. I got Chiefs number two. Um, so, number one, you got Chiefs. Number one, I got Chargers. Uh, you know, Chargers were the hottest team in the NFL at the end of the season last mm-hmm. year and just barely missed out on the playoffs. They're really solid at all three levels on defense. Uh, Jason Brett at corner, um, Ingram at defensive end, and then uh, they have a solid linebacker. I can't remember his name. But they're solid at all three levels. And obviously, like you talked about, their offense is really good too. AFC North, who gets last? I can go Bengals on last. Um, and they had a good win today. They had a good Colts. win. Had a good win today. They, cool. You can tell they don't know how good the Colts, Colts are. are but right. but uh, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks on that team. That core has been together for a long time. That A.J. Green, Andy Dalton, 
And then yeah, the Gino Adkins, Carlos Dunlap, all of those guys have been there for yeah ever. a long time, and I think they missed their window. Mm-hmm. I do too. I agree. I actually have the Bengals fourth too, but I thought this going into the year, I got him on one of my fantasy teams, and he had a big day today. I honestly think Joe Mixon's going to have a huge year this year, um, especially because they don't have him, Hill, and Bernard. They're using Bernard to come in every now and mm-hmm. then to spell. It's just Joe and Bernard. But they're also using one of his best tools when he was at OU, which was catching the ball. They oh, yeah. put him at receiver some and let him run routes, which is, you know, people said when he was coming out of high school, if he wanted to be a receiver, he would have been a five-star mm-hmm. receiver. So they didn't use him that way at all last year. If they were passing, it was going to be Bernard. So I think he's going to have a big oh, yeah. year. And he had a big game today. I had 90 yards, 90-something yards rushing and over 50 or Yeah, 90 yards rushing, 50 yards receiving. So it was a pretty solid day. Number three. I'm going to take the Ravens. Okay. Number three. Uh, I don't think Flacco plays like this for the rest of the season, like what we saw out of him today. I mean, since his Super Bowl run, he has not been a very good quarterback. They have a completely new receiving core, which could make that team great, but it might not. Defense is still solid. It's Baltimore. That defense is always going to be solid, Mm -hmm. I think. But, I don't know, as long as Flacco's at the helm and there's a lot of other question marks, I just don't see them being much. Yeah. I mean, I think their ceiling is finishing second in this division. but Yeah, I, I tweeted out some predictions of what I think the divisions are, but after seeing some football, I think my, some of mine have changed. I don't remember what my predictions were, but I, I, if I had to guess, some of them are changing. My number three is going to be the Browns, and the reason is because Tyrod, Tyrod is one of those quarterbacks that if, if you have him as your starter and you have a great defense and a run game, you're good. You, you got a team. Like we saw with the Bills last year. They had a great defense last year. LaShawn McCoy obviously had a big year. And he was just able to manage the game, not turn the ball over, and they were a playoff team. But once they got to the playoffs and they played a good defense that was stuffing the run and they needed to score, he couldn't do anything, mm-hmm. and they had three points and they lost. Um, if, if Baker can start – around week four or five, then maybe they get a chance to get second, in my opinion. But if they go with Tyrod for the whole year, which is what they say they do. Now, I don't know if he will or not, even though I made a bold prediction on one of these that he won't ever play a meaningful snap this year. <laughs> but if if Tyrod plays the whole year, which that's what I'm going to go off of, I think they get third. So, number two. Number two, the Browns. I mean, we saw that defense can be something special. That defense is elite. I mean – Miles Garrett, I, I'm in one of those people in an individual player, defensive player team. Mm-hmm. He had more points today than AJ Green did. did. Like that's mm-hmm. how good Miles Garrett was. And then Denzel Ward had two picks, I believe, off of Roethlisberger. Um, I mean, as we saw, Tyrod is not they turned him up, turned the Steelers over six times today, and they tied. And that was goes back to my argument with Tyrod. I mean, he's not going to lose you the game. He didn't. He's not going to lose it. <laughs> But I will say this, they were right before the fourth end, they were five yards away from field goal range, and he tries to throw a one-on-one bomb mm-hmm. to Gordon and underthrows it woefully and throws a pick, and all they needed was five yards, and they had a game when he field goal. See, I think, I mean, even though I have picked them too, I could see them in Baltimore ending up with a similar record. I think they both end up in like that 7-9, 8-8, 9-7 ballpark. I mean, last year, if the Browns just had semi-competent quarterback play, they win six or seven games. They yeah. set some kind of record for turnovers last year. And mm-hmm. with Terod, you know that's not going to be the norm. Yeah. So that's why I think they're going to end up probably about eight and eight, maybe nine and seven, and will scare a lot of people when you have Miles Garrett chasing you down. 
Yeah, I, I have the Browns being about seven and nine, but I think the Ravens are going to be pretty good this year. I got them going ten and six and being second. I'm going to take them second. I still think the Steelers own the division. I think you do too. Yes. But watching the Steelers today, watching how much divided they are over the um, Le'Veon mm-hmm. holdout, you know, Brown came out and supported them. The offensive line was not too happy with them, and that's not the only issue they've ever been separated on they were separated on the national anthem you know they agreed to stay in the locker room the uh, left tackle went outside and ben was out in the hallway but not out right outside but then was so they've been divided on a lot of things and so that should worry you if you're a steelers fan that and roethlisberger is getting older yes um, and then now how long does Bra- bell stay out because the, the his agent said we're going to do the best for him so he has great value going forward. And it doesn't sound like he wants to return to the Steelers. And I really wouldn't return to the Steelers if they're talking like this about you. Um, and then I thought it was funny he tweeted the curious emoji yeah. after they tied the Browns today because they probably don't tie the Browns if Le'Veon probably. was there. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I do think the Steelers are still – because I don't think Ben's going to turn it over five times. Probably. Again. He has one or two of those games every yeah. year where everyone's like, oh, Ben and, Roethlisberger's and this is done. The, this is the difference. Last year he had that game versus the Jags in the regular season. The Jags blew him out. This year he has the game against the Browns and they tie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we both have Steelers number one. AFC South, who gets the last? With the Colts going south, they there's just so many questions. Then what is Andrew Luck going to look like in his first year back after all of that? Yeah. He doesn't have a ton of weapons. His offensive line is definitely in a much better place than when he left it, especially yeah. with Quentin Nelson there now. Mm-hmm. Defense has a couple young playmakers. You saw Malik Hooker pick off that yeah. pass right out of the gate today. But there's a lot of holes to be filled. For sure. And this is actually a very tough division now. Like yes, for a long time of being a joke, it is now very tough. It is tough. I think the Colts will get last. Um, now I will say when Andrew Luck would was playing in seasons, they were winning. They were they were always above five hundred, um, but coming back from being a was he two years off or a year and a half off something like that? It's a year and a half. I think is what it comes out yeah, to. so I I'm not sure about that. So I think the Colts get last. Who gets third? To go with the Titans getting third. I mean, thankfully we've all moved on. We no longer have to acknowledge the term exotic Smash Mouth <laughs> anymore. Uh, they brought in a lot of pieces, but they have such a new. Like a new culture with Rabel, a new offensive coordinator. There's just a lot of pieces on the field and in the coaching staff to try to put together. And that team has a ton of talent, but I think it'll be a year or two before you see it start to come together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Texan our Titans are third. Um, you know, in this in this division, they probably have the second best court or second worst quarterback. I mean Which between is crazy, him and Bortles. Mariota is a very good quarterback. I yeah. believe he was held back by the previous system, not using his strength. I think he was. His best, yeah, I agree with he that. can be a very good quarterback. Yeah. So, uh, but And I don't think their defense is great because that's one thing that Bortles has, a great defense, mm-hmm. so it makes up for him not being great. And he has a great running game, which they have a pretty good one too, the Titans. But, yeah, which I think – getting better this year with Deion Lewis in the backfield. Yeah. So, I got Titans third. Number two. Uh, Texans, uh, last year they probably could have been a – they would have made the playoffs last year if it wasn't for all of their They injuries. probably get in. Titans don't get in, probably. I mean, Sean Watson went out. J.J. Watt was out. Whitney Merciless went out. I'm sure there was someone else who was hurt. Yeah. I can't remember. But bring just those guys back. And you had Tyron Matthew. I mean, that defense can yeah. be. Tyron Matthew got Aaron Colvin from the Jags to come to the Texans. That defense can be nasty. And as long as 
that offense kind of keeps moving like it has been. They're, they're a dangerous team. Yeah. I got the Jags taking a step back and going number two. I think the defense is still going to be good. They did lose some pieces. Like I said, Aaron Colvin was one of the best slot corners. He's gone. But they lost some receivers. I mean, they lost Hearns. They lost Robinson. And Marquise Lee is out for the year. So there's your three big targets for Blake Bortles. Now he has D.D. Westbrook. He has his tight end still there. but uh, And then Fournette goes down today with a hamstring, which he's had a history of a hamstring injuries at LSU. So um, does that plague him all year, which it possibly could. So I'm going to say they take a step back, finish second. So I got the Texans number one. You got the Jaguars the Jets, number one. I think that defense is just defense is really good. so good. Yeah, it's I, really good. Now, honestly, they kind of showed some problems with the Giants again this year <laughs> uh, because the Giants really probably should have won that game. But uh, Eli did not play well. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, yeah. now he got pressure. He was running like, for his life. We saw that too. defensive line can still destroy. Yeah, Saxonville is still alive. <laughs> yeah. So who plays in the AFC championship game? Uh, Patriots for sure. The other one, I mean, there's so many teams here that it feels like you're just mm-hmm. one break or one injury away from yes. everything changing for so many teams. I think it's going to be Texans and Patriots in the AFC Texans. Championship. Even though I, like, I think they make the mm-hmm. fifth or the sixth seed, not winning the division, but still making the playoffs. And then, I mean, that's one team I wouldn't want to play in one game. Yeah. <laughs> so Texans are one of your wild card teams. Yes. I forgot to ask this. Who would your others be? My other wild card team, uh, probably the Chargers is my other one. Okay. Chargers. My wild cards are Ravens and the Texans also. Um, and I got the Patriots – or, sorry, not the Texans, the Jaguars, because I have the Texans winning right. the division. Pa- I got the Patriots playing the Jaguars. I do think the Jaguars would go through in the playoffs because of that defense. Um, and if they had to go to a place where um, weather's not great, that really benefits them. Because um, they don't want Bortles to throw anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and who wins – Patriots. Patriots. The Patriots are going to own the AFC for yeah. I really want either until Belichick and Brady retire or until Jacksonville gets a quarterback. Yeah, I really badly want to go Jacksonville, but I just don't. I just don't know if they can get it done versus Tom and the Patriots. And so, and a big reason is I think the Patriots' defense is a lot better this year. Their, uh, offense, their defensive line is pretty good. Their offense could be shaky. With, their offense could be shaky, but just with Tom, I got to it, say it's going to work itself yeah. out. So, yes, I'll go with the Patriots in the Super Bowl again. NFC East. This is a hard one just because of uh, what I want to happen is not what's going to happen, especially yeah. after what I saw today. Yeah. Uh, I do still think the Redskins are the worst team in this division. Um. That offense, while it was explosive in years past, it wasn't consistent. It wasn't mm-hmm. even – it was good, yeah. I guess. But, I mean, you have Alex Smith who's – I think he's I, an upgrade. In some ways he's an upgrade and in some ways he's not. Yeah, It's just kind of a which do you prefer. And I kind of think Kirk Cousins fit more with what they wanted to do there and what their personnel has. And then you lose Darius Geis in the mm-hmm. preseason who was one of – the best running backs out of this last draft class and probably would have run all over the yeah. NFL. Mm-hmm. The defensive line is scary with Payne and 
the guy from Alabama they drafted the year before, whose name I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I know. Sure. And then you also Allen, have Jonathan, Jonathan Allen. Allen. And then uh, Kerrigan still out there, too, coming yeah. off the edge. So, and that defense can cause problems, Josh Norman, but there's mm-hmm. just a – I mean, I think I named every player that really could make an impact, and that leaves a lot of Yeah, holes. I, I agree. I think the Redskins are the worst team. I will say this. You know, they're, they won 24-6 to over the Cardinals today, but I think the Cardinals overall are going to be one of the worst teams this year. Big reason is, is their offensive line is horrible. Maybe the worst bad. in the league. I think the Bills might have something to say Bills, about that. Yeah, they could, but they're they're right there <laughs> with them. Um, so I think that played a big reason mm-hmm. why they played well. I do think because when people don't think Adrian's going to play well and they think he's old and washed up or whatever, he usually plays well. So yeah. I do think Adrian's going to have a big year. He had ninety six yards or ninety five yards today. He looked good today. Yeah, I, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, and he'll have a big year. But I do think they're going to finish fourth. Who finishes third? Taking the Giants, and now I do think two and three will be very close together. Could mm-hmm. be one game apart. I agree. But uh, Giants, and I know some of this is a result of Jacksonville's line, mm-hmm. but I have not seen an offensive line get destroyed they in the dominant. way. The whole game they got dominated. You usually don't see it all game. It's just parts. But they, or you game. see one person get dominated, not yes. an entire line, which that was their big weakness last year, and they had to overpay to upgrade their left tackle position. Mm-hmm. And I think Will Hernandez will be a very good guard, but the rest of that line is not good. Eric Flowers is honestly like a human turnstile. He really is. Right tackle. He is horrible. Eli is no way he can avoid anyone at this point. I mean, Saquon's one of the best runners. I had a big day. He had a big day. But did you see the one he broke where he had to break like five tackles just to get those two yards before he got outside? Yeah, big day for him. I agree. Giants third. Uh, pretty much everything you said. Number two, <laughs> take the Cowboys, even though they didn't look good today. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I will say that was one of the games. Like, if you're picking this season, you would say they would lose that game. Uh, I don't think anyone realized. Like, everyone knows how great Travis Frederick is, mm-hmm. but I think today showed just how great he is. That I mean, Joe Looney is a very competent. He's a very NFL good center. center. I mean, he's almost an overqualified backup. Mm-hmm. But you just saw that drop off. That, that was just yeah, was big. unreal. And I think we also uh, learned the good of preseason games. Sean Lee looked lost today. Yeah. And, that well, is, and the whole offense did too. The whole And I the mean, offense didn't play the preseason. And that's a big issue. And the reason I bring up Sean Lee is I've never seen him lost for any yeah. more than maybe just some fake that caught him way off guard. Uh-huh. But he was he, just first, lost Especially the first half. He's really lost. I have Dallas finishing second also. Uh, Dallas – their offense is going to be bad this year. But I will say it this. I think the defense is really good. It is. I think Dallas is literally – Zeke Elliott is the most important player on that team because if he if they run the ball well, I think the offense is going to be mm-hmm. fine. But if they can't run the ball, which you saw today, like they got dominated early running the ball, I think a lot of that was uh, not playing the preseason. But when they got dominated running, Dak cannot win game. Dak is a – a better he's, Tyrod Taylor. He's kind of like he's not. He's almost a game manager, but he's like a mm-hmm. step above that. He can exactly. make plays. He's just a little better. He can make plays here and there, but you can't rely on him to win games. He can, and that's a, what we saw last year. He can get you a drive to win you a game, but you can't rely exactly. on him for a full. And, and full another course. thing is, he's a guy that there's not many quarterbacks out there. You know, Rodgers, Brady, Peyton Manning when he played, that can just make all the receivers around them great. He's a guy that needs a great receiver. 
So the Dez loss actually is still a big loss because you didn't replace him with someone mm-hmm. big, big time. Yeah, we um, saw that whole receiver by committee thing. While great in theory, if none of them are getting open, it's not going to work. Well, out. and you need someone that when guys don't get open, you just say, "Well, I'm going to throw it to him and make let him make a play." And they don't have that. At they least last know. year, uh, even really Jason Witten could be a guy that could do that, or or Dez could do that. I mean, Jason Witten could. I still don't know how he got open exactly as fast as he was moving. And that was but. a key thing. He a big third down. He would get open. Interesting thing. I was thinking about this on my drive home from Norman today. If you just had the roster of the Cowboys there and the roster of the Browns, who has the better roster? I would go Browns. I mean, are you saying just for this year or like a well, roster this year? This year, I think it's almost a toss up. Like, I think I might give a slight edge to the Cowboys, but I mean, it's. Yeah, th- this is why I would roster. I went over the next five years. I went. Well, yeah, <laughs> this is why I think Dallas's defense is good, but I think the Browns' defense is elite. So I give them a little edge. I would give Dallas the edge at running back and offensive line. Like I said, I think Dak and Tyrod are similar. Similar, but their weapons around Tyrod are so, so much, much better. better than Dallas's. Like it's it not really even is. close. It's a toss up, really. Yeah, it dep- almost depends on how you want to run the offense. Exactly. But- <laughs> Yeah. Eagles, we both have Eagles number one. All right. Somehow they added Michael Bennett, which I will never exactly. get. Exactly. I never get that. How they did that. that. That was one thing that was – they were great last year and then obviously went on to win the Super Bowl. They added players and got better. They added Mike Wallace to the receiving core. Then they get Michael Bennett. I mean, they got better. They did lose their slot corner who is now on the Saints, which – And then lost Blunt. Which that didn't do the Saints a lot of good. Yeah. But. <laughs> exactly. NFC West, who gets last? NFC West, uh, you talked about the Cardinals. Uh, that the offensive line is borderline non-existent. Yeah, and, and that's I, why if I'm them, I'm not playing Rosen all year. Even if Bradford doesn't play great, I don't want Rosen because he is a guy that has injury to, problems. And you don't want to get that David Carr syndrome where exactly. he's going to get hit every time. Exactly, because David Carr was probably a legit number one pick and a legit quarterback, but he went to an expansion franchise in the Texans and got – pounded every for like two three years yeah. and by the time they had anyone in place he was so yeah. messed up he, he couldn't do anything Cardinals fourth easily yeah third I mean take Seahawks that they're rebuilding I mean mm-hmm. that they ran their course and Doug Baldwin I think he sprained an MCL today yeah. which that takes away the one receiving threat yeah. they really had you gotta almost feel bad for Russell Wilson at this point. Mm-hmm. He took him to two Super Bowls and won one with no offensive line or real. Yeah. And they should have won two. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I got Seahawks third also. And another reason why I got them third, I do think they trade Earl Thomas at some point this year. Because I think they're gonna get to a point where they're like, we can't just lose him for nothing. Yeah. Um, and I will say this if if he gets traded to Dallas, I think Dallas's defense actually would be a championship defense. And we yeah, haven't I mean, seen that in a while. I mean, also, I think they're good, but I think if you get the best safety in football, you're elite. I mean, after what you saw today, missing playing like a third string safety back there, and, that and, and I thought still, Frazier played pretty good I today. Thought Frazier looked great. Yeah, he but, is. I mean, that's another podcast in and of yeah. itself. My opinions on <laughs> he should have got a he should. I mean, Sean Lee tipped one right, right to, to him. him. He drops it, and. Christian McCaffrey went for a one hand, popped it up, and he right at the end and didn't catch it. I mean, we saw that. I mean, if you can, as inept as the Cowboys' offense was today, that defense was on the field a long yeah. time and only giving up 16 points to a good offense. I mean, that's yeah. 
<laughs> number two? Number two, 49ers. Uh, yeah, that was pretty easy. I mean, that's – Jimmy they're, G. They're good. This they're, isn't going to be a good division. It's not. Really. It's very top-heavy. They might have the best team in the whole <laughs> NFC, but division-wise – There's a lot of – The 49ers might be second in 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. They might go 8-8 eight and, eight and be second. There's a lot of question marks. Like, it, even though I – I mean, we saw what Garoppolo could do last year with his seven and – whatever his run was, five and a – Five yeah. straight wins with them or whatever it was. But there's still a lot of question marks on this team. Oh, yeah. The offensive line is pretty good with McGlinchey and Staley on the outside. Mm-hmm. Defense has some pieces. They don't Ruben have Foster, really a consistent run game. Running game's a question mark. Receiving. They have gray. a bunch of number two receivers. Yeah. Question marks kind of a tight end. They got a young guy they like, but is he yeah. anything? Sherman's at a corner who got burned again. Yeah. Over and over and over and over. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. 49ers second, and I think we both agree. Rams are – It's This Rams team looks like what happens when you get bored on Madden and want to make sure you win a Super defense? Bowl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the crazy thing is their offense was so good last year, and then they literally went out and got Nadam Kinsu and Nikita Tlaib and Marcus Peters. <laughs> and Brandon Cooks may and be Brandon a better Cooks, version receiver. of – Sammy Watkins. I think from he last is a better year. version because Sammy didn't play great last year. Right. Even in that system, didn't play great. NFC North. North. I got Bears last. I just don't think. See, offensively, I don't think they're there yet. I would have had them last before the Khalil Mack trade. I think it's closer now with Khalil. But I got but I'm putting last. the Lions last. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Matt Stafford. It's just another long line of. People who go to the Lions who could have been good, but they've yeah. been on the Lions their whole career. Yeah. It's true. I got Lions uh, third. I'm going Bears uh, with Nagy there. I think that offense, I'm not going to say they become this year's Rams, but we see a Rams-like, a 2017 Rams-like improvement okay. moving them into you know this century. And mm-hmm. then you had Trey Burton, Allen Robinson, yeah. Tyler Gabriel – and then their defense was borderline top 10 last year, and you add in Khalil, Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith. Yeah, I think their defense is going to be really good. I, mean, I just don't think they have the weapons offensively yet. Uh, number two, I've got the Packers number two. As do I. And honestly, if it was not for Aaron Rodgers, they would be last. Yeah, probably. Honestly, <laughs> yes. Uh, I think they were the biggest losers in the Khalil Mack trade because they were a team that – was thought to have going after a Khalil Mack. They got a secondary that's young, that's talented. Could be very good. They, Yair Alexander. Exactly. Next great corner. Yeah, and they just need pass rush, and that was Khalil. But instead of that, now you got Khalil coming at you two times a year, and you already have a quarterback that has a fragile collarbone that's broken it twice. And we saw that with Romo, an issue with Romo. So we both got Vikings number one. NFC South. NFC Who gets last? Well, even after what I saw today, I'm still picking the Buccaneers to finish last. I agree completely. I think that was a fluke. <laughs> um, I think they're going to lose their next two games before Winston comes back, to, which I don't – sounds crazy, but I don't know how much of an improvement Jameis Winston is going to be over Ryan Fitzpatrick. He can push the ball downfield more, adds a little bit of a running element. Despite yes, I know Fitzpatrick yeah. had the rushing today, but that's never the greatest game. Of his that's life. never been a part of his game for. But he turns yeah. the ball over so much, it makes just weird mistakes sometimes. He does, and there's a lot of other holes on the team. Yeah, third, 
third. See, this is a division. Like, I don't know if it's this one's the, a tough one. See, Besides know, the Bucks, it's tough. I don't know if it's a tough division. Like, it's going to be tough to anyone else playing them yeah. on a weekend week out basis. But I think they're all very close. I think together. These, these three teams are right next to each other. Let me go with the Falcons. Uh, I agree. I actually third. agree with that because I think they're. Offense isn't as good as what it was with Kyle Shanahan and their defense and losing Keanu Neal was a Keanu huge Neal loss. Keanu Neal is a huge loss. I mean, they could have a good pass rush. Yes. But Jared in the middle and then and uh, Vic Beasley. Tack McKinley and Vic Beasley. And then they have a great corner whose name I'm blanking on. I can't think of his name either. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they have some pieces, but it's just mm-hmm. not what it was. And Matt Ryan did not look good Thursday. No, did not. Mm-mm. Julio did, but Matt didn't. <laughs> Who finished the second? Oh, second, I'm going with the Panthers. Uh, I think all of those weapons they've been trying to add around Cam finally mm-hmm. start to come together this year. Plus, that interior line with Quan Short and Dontari Poe is going to be a That's nightmare good. for a lot of people. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. Also, Julius Peppers looks great for however old he is. Well, and you just have to play him <laughs> on spots like they did versus Dallas today. Like when play I him saw spots. him like running after him, I'm like, wow, he still has it. He still has the moves. He still has the athleticism. He just won't have the stamina. So play him mm-hmm. in spots, and it was great. I actually agree. I think the Panthers are second, even though what we saw today from the Saints, I think we both said they're going to get the first. The team's still so good. Wild card teams, I got the Panthers and the Packers. Panthers and the Packers? I will agree with that. All right, who's your NFC Championship game? NFC Championship game. I think we're going to have a Minnesota and Philly Championship game this time, but I think Minnesota takes it. Okay. Because, I mean, they were close last year. That was a very good team last year. And this year – Great defense. They were – and this year, and they played well, and then they ran into Foles, who was playing out of his mind, and Keenum went back to playing like Case Keenum. And this year you have – And they got Dalvin Cook back too. That, wow. That's a big one. That, yes. That's something I don't think a lot of people realize, how good he was those mm-hmm. three – three and a half or was it four and a half games? It might only been one and a half, honestly. Well, I know he got hurt. I can't – he played like three yeah. games before he got hurt. It was halfway through like either week four or halfway through week five. He was very good. He was. I got the Rams and the Eagles, but I have the Rams taking it. I just think offensively they were incredible and defensively, like you said, it's like an all-star team back it's, there. I don't know. Every time a super team – yeah. Is assembled, something goes wrong with them. And they could. They could. I don't know. There's while they are great with I mean Akeem Talib, Peters, Joiners, it's I mean, I don't know. There's just something off about that team. You just feel like there's something that could go wrong, and if it goes wrong, it's gonna go wrong. And we could I mean you got Goff, a lot of personalities for sure. And Goff could regress some after his ridiculous mm-hmm. year. I still think they're a great team, and I think However, and the they got seed, a great running back. However, so. the seeds shake out with them going against Philly or Minnesota in the week before. I think it's a bar burner, whatever oh, yeah, comes out sure. of the end. But I just, it's weird to say this. I guess I trust Kirk Cousins more than I think Jared yeah. Goff, which I never thought those words would <laughs> come out of my mouth. But <laughs> I got the Rams beating the Patriots. Rams are your Super Bowl champs. You got I, Patriots and Vikings. I do, but I'm going to have the Patriots coming out. Okay. And. I also think that will be the end of the Brady Belichick era. I think they would ride off after that. Okay. All right. MVP. Who wins it? MVP. Man. See that it <laughs> my gut reaction is always to say Tom Brady, but I just yeah. don't think that's gonna happen this year. Who do you have? 
I'm going with because I think they're going to have a big year. I have them win the Super Bowl. Todd Gurley is going to win MVP. That was someone else who is also on, would be on the list of people I'd watch for. It's just mm-hmm. been so long since we've seen a running back really be yeah. in that. Adrian Peterson was the last one to win it. Todd finished second last yeah, year. Yeah, he's in that conversation. I don't know if he's there. Since I had them in the Super Bowl, that obviously means Kirk Cousins had a big year. I think the man with the big check gets a big trophy. Okay. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. I'm going with – I think he sticks it to the Raiders. Cleo Mack's going to win defense player of the year for the second time in three years. That's who I was going to pick for that. I mean, he is – I mean, the three best defensive players in football are a healthy J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, and Cleo Mack. Yeah. And, and Cleo Mack – I would say Earl Thomas is actually in that conversation. He's up there too. It's just he doesn't have the sacks, so he gets – He won't have the sacks, yes. But those – Three guys and Cleo Mack, he'll pick off a couple passes, mm-hmm. have a lot of sacks coming off that in that three four. I I think they're gonna get creative with him too. I I think he's gonna have a monster year. I do too. Speaking of creativity, they talked about Dallas having this creative offense today. Where was that? It was the blandest thing I've ever seen. It was the same did thing. The, I've been I don't know if you still follow Dez on Twitter. I did. Did you see his? Yes. He's like, it's great being able to sit here and know what plays are coming yeah. just from the hand signals. Yeah, because they're running everything from last year. It's the exact same. I did see it was supposed to be Dak friendly, so you would think a lot of read options. There were a couple things that you didn't. They showed too much this time. That uh, the the option that they actually scored on was something different. The it was that uh, the fake screen into the naked bootleg. It worked beautifully the first time they ran it. Like five through eight, it never worked. Yeah, though. Mm-hmm. I think that was the one new play Linehan brought into his playbook and was like, yeah. we're going to run this sure, all day. <laughs> all right, those are our picks. So thank you guys for joining us. Till next time, see you guys.